Welcome to Return to Oswald presents Cocaine Cougars. No, that's too much. Why are you still saying Return to Oswald? Because right. he, didn't, he didn't want to change the name. We just had this conversation. Like, I was like, yo, just change the name. Okay. This Welcome to Cocaine Cougars. I do not sound silly. I no, sound You great. don't sound silly. I said that I sound, sounds silly. I sound great. Welcome Return to Cocaine to Cougars. Um, the podcast about ESPN's Playmakers. Uh, I think that a lot of folks, when they look back on ESPN's Playmakers, they forget just how fucking dynamic this show was. And also what the show brought to the masses. As always, I'm joined by Brandon and Scar. Brandon, how are you doing today? I'm great. I got Spider-Man tickets. Oh, I need to go get mine. You're not going to. You're going to have to go to next week. No. They sold out everywhere. People were selling them on eBay for like $1,000. No, no. I'm pretty sure the place around the corner for me is just fine. Because remember, well, you don't know, but there's two movie theaters right around the corner from me. And the newer one, everybody goes to. The other one, they don't. So you're going to go see it on a regular-ass screen. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a regular-ass movie. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You have, like, they don't have like three more sequels coming behind it. That are not going to be Marvel produced. Yeah, let's see what happens. Y'all don't have this. Y'all, y'all not living in this privileged life. Um, I'll be damned if I see a superhero movie on a regular ass screen. I saw the Eternals on a regular ass screen. You're a much better man than me. I say this. I, I, I saw uh, Doctor Strange on a regular ass screen. The only oh. one I didn't see, the only one I refused to see on a regular ass screen was Black Panther. <laughs> oh, of course. Of course, that's with the theme of the show. Did you wear your kufi? Yeah, did you actually? Wear a kufi? I did. I didn't wear a kufi, but I wore um, dashiki. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's about right. And set amongst all these this, old this black people right. and cry like a baby. Listeners cry. know. I don't think right. I I ain't crying to end game. I cry like a fucking baby in end game. I cry Even, like and, a baby at the beginning of uh, Black Panther when um. They brought it to Oakland and they had two short plan and everything like and then I cried the first time they went into Wakanda and just the majesty of it all. I don't yeah, I, I, none of that made me cry, but like I say, like if I if 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 you play portals right now from in-game, I might I might have to leave. Like it's really that serious. Yeah, Black Panther wasn't that emotional to me. It was just great. I just thought yeah, it was, it was great. great. I just the moment, like the sum of the whole. And I and I don't have no I don't have no connection to Too Short, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's true too. He is California. I will I mean, say this before we get started. Technically, though. he is. Um, technically, he is an Atlantean now. Doesn't matter. So, I, hold on. Um, before we get started, I bought a new TV. Yeah, I bought a new TV. Eighty-seven inches. No, sixty-five. Uh, but the TV. It's one of them like OLED TVs because Black Friday they had them on like big sales. Mm-hmm. And it has what's called it has when you go to picture settings, there's like all these wild picture settings. It has what's called enhanced IMAX mode. Yeah, so does mine. Isn't that the best thing ever? Yeah. I went and watched Captain Marvel because Disney Plus displays in IMAX mode now. Um mm-hmm. With their movies. I wouldn't watch Captain Marvel in that. And I was just like stunned. And yes, I wouldn't watch Captain Marvel because I like that movie. And I know a lot of y'all niggas hate it. I've, I've seen it at least three times. I was going to say, who you know? People hate Captain Marvel. 
you, yeah, you, you but yeah, you said yeah. niggas. That's yeah, that's white, referring to us. Yeah, yeah white no, not you. I'm talking about the listeners. No, no, no. no. What I'm dudes. saying is you, you, yeah, white men. <laughs> because that's black men because of don't like said. it either. A lot of men don't like it. It's a, it's just a man thing. I don't think it's a, I don't even think it's a race thing. I mean, the the white, the white men, the white men bought that shit because of what she said prior to the movie coming out. The the white men led to like review bombings and all kinds of like weird shit, and it still sold like a billy. Um, So, I love that. she said, she said she didn't care about, um, she didn't care about white men in their reviews of her movie, um, because you know they were asking her about like what the fans think and all of that kind of stuff, and you know her stereo stereotypical view of the kind of nerd that wants to watch Marvel movies was white men, so she targeted them and they were upset. Racist. Nah, fuck them. I like that movie. So I just gotta say, I also I say that to say. I turned on Playmakers, by the way. I turned on Playmakers on this new fucking television. And it looked awful. <laughs> and I had not watched a DVD in fucking... I can't tell you the last time I watched a DVD. I put this DVD in on this nice-ass TV, and I'm like, God damn, the TV can't make everything look good. No. no. I, I forgot. I, I, I realized that. Look good. <laughs> I realized that when I first moved and I had, I didn't have internet yet and I had to rely on a couple of DVDs and I was like, oh, this is real bad. And like what I was watching, like what made it worse is like the shit that I was watching wasn't even Letterbox. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I felt It felt like if I went to like in the middle of fucking nowhere where like unfortunately they don't have broadband yet. And I went to somebody's house and they still had dial up. And I'm just like getting on the internet on the fucking dial up in 2021. Like that's what it felt like. It was so weird. Yeah. I understand. So I had to connect it, but it did connect. It wasn't just an aside. I understand. I 100% understand that. All right. Are you good, Rashani? Am I good? Yeah, you good? Y'all niggas walking it out like we ain't doing a show. Oh, oh, Mr. I'm always going on tangents, but Scar and I can't go on tangents. I'm always going on tangents. I thought I was Mr. I'm on a timetable. Mm-hmm. We got a timetable. We're going to hit it. What, what the fuck are we going to talk about for 45 minutes with this show? Nigga, watch. <laughs> this show was ridiculous. Nigga, watch. This show is the best ridiculous. Like, this show is legendary. And I literally forgot just how over the top it is from the very first fucking episode. Nigga, the starting running back smokes crack before On a the toilet game. in a trap house before the game. Did anybody notice that really fucking ornate necklace that the kid had on? It's like, why does this kid have this on? Did anybody notice that the team the Cougars, because the show Playmakers is about a football team called the Cougars in a fictional league during the regular season. Did anybody else start to notice that this team eerily represented the Jacksonville Jaguars? It seemed very Jaguar-like. Even Um, DH, the character, he said he grew up in Jacksonville. But look, let me ask you this question. Um, When they they made those guys uh, drop their pants, and sing a song, which is very, very odd. Um, why did they sing a Notre Dame song? 
because that's the school they went to. But the question is, do y'all know any fight songs from your schools? Because I don't. I do. I mean, I used to play NCAA football, so I pretty much know them all. Like all of them. Do you know the <laughs> because, words? Um, no, I do know. I do know several. Uh, mostly the black schools in the area. I no, know theirs. I said your school. My school, like my high school. Yes. No, because I didn't. My my high school sucked at football, so I never went to games unless I was doing. Brand, Brandon, and, do you do you know any fight songs? You talking to me? Yes, you're Brandon. I'm pretty sure you're the only Brandon. I don't care about that shit. Like, I don't understand who knows the fight songs for their teams. I I don't. I've never known a fight song. I know the Eagles fight for my school ever. The Eagles. You know, Philadelphia Eagles. They have a fight song. I know Washington football team used to have a very famous one that everyone knew. The only one I knew was San Diego Superchargers. That's all I knew. But see, here's the thing. A couple of the schools that were big in football around the time where I was in high school, um, the two schools that were the biggest in football, they both have fight songs that are based off of a colleges. So like I know kind of know the colleges because I knew the high school one because I seen them play a lot. So like, you know, like one like Hampton, Hampton High Schools is based off of like NC States or something like that. And um, Phoebus High School is based off of Michigan's. So mm-hmm. I know theirs only because of, you know, I, you know, once I actually started playing the game and was like, hey, that's the same thing. You know what I mean? And so I so I know theirs based off of that. Ah, so uh, Playmakers um, is a show that ran from August 26th to November 11, 2003. This is a one-season show. Like, there's a few shows that were like they should have had a second sh- a second season. This and the Black Donnellys come to mind almost immediately. However, this show was special because it was aired on ESPN. It was didn't the last high- two shows not air. The, the I think the last two episodes didn't air. Far as I know, they aired. Unless I'm about to find out something new when we listen when we watch these shows, because I, I I thought I watched it all the way through. Um, it was their highest rated show, other than um, the Sunday night NFL recap show and Saturday college football games. But then they canceled the show because the NFL was like, "We don't like how this shit looked. We we don't like this at all, dog. You gonna have to cut that shit out." But without this show, there's no, for video game players, there's no NFL Blitz the League. There's none. This show literally mimics NFL, or NFL Blitz the League literally mimics this show every step of the way. Um, Absolutely. The XFL doesn't happen if it's not for this show. The idea for it doesn't happen without this show. Um. And just the idea that there could be other football that people will want to see doesn't happen without this show. I'm convinced. This show, um, as well as any given Sunday, may have been the impetus for them to say, you know what, we need to get a football league where they're able to celebrate and all that kind of stuff. But this show. Some of that, let me get some of that cortisone shit. Man, speaking of Please. cortisone shit. So we start off with um, Eric Olchuk. Uh, making a hit to save the game. Not only did he make a hit to save the game, the coach gave him the game ball for saving the game. 
but it paralyzed the recipient of the hit, Corey. So he went to see Corey in the hospital. This nigga tells Corey, the doctor said that you're improving. And Corey's like, yeah, I wiggle my toe today, asshole. Which is improvement. Like, that's improvement. It, it, it qualifies. It qualifies as improvement, dog. Um, and he's like, I brought you the DVDs of The Matrix and Ronin. And 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 De Niro has this great chase scene in Ronin, if that's what you like. And Corey's like, I, I can't even feel my dick, dog. I just want to point out real quick that the bride from uh, from Kill Bill would have been just fine by now. After the wiggle your right big toe thing, she would have everything else would have been just fine. She would have powered herself through it. Power right. yourself through it, Corey. Yeah, because next thing you know, she got out the car walking mm-hmm. and went and murdered everybody with her ugly ass feet. Oh my god, hooks. So Leon Taylor is a running back that got injured. He tore his ACL. He says that he played for free, but he got injured and now he's been getting that cortisone shit in his knee. <laughs> yeah, he was like, he was like. Uh, you you sure you're okay? I'm supposed to tell him if you're okay. Hey, you should you should tell them about these shots you still getting because you said you was fine, but you told the team you fine, but you ain't. Hey, we're gonna keep this between us, all right, dog. Also, uh Leon Taylor is played by Roger Hornsby, who is now the father on BMF. We are so old. Like this nigga look old as shit in them. So um, they drafted the Cougars drafted Demetrius Harris with their first pick. And so Leon could see the writing on the wall. Um, Harris, whose nickname is DH, tells Leon that he's back, that he's glad he's back on the field because the team needs a solid backup. <laughs> and Leon's like, well, for the last nine months, I've been loaning you my job. That's like me saying for the last nine months, I've been loaning you my wife. Right. At the nine months, she gone, dog. Dog, she out. She ain't coming she back gone. home. Uh, Harris literally, DH literally laughs at the nigga. So Leon challenges him to a race and gets smoked in a 40-yard race with the coaches watching. Did he get smoked, though? No. Because they were they were pretty much neck and neck until, like, maybe the last about five yards. That's when he pulled away. But, I mean, if you're only able to pull away from a crackhead in the last five yards, we got a problem, dog. True. So but, I mean, crack is me running though. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> so we find out that Leon's parents were junkies who died of HIV when he was eleven. Um, you said Leon. Yeah, Leon's parents were junkies who died of HIV when he was eleven, and it's you mean, always you mean the DH? No, nigga. Leon's parents were junkies who died of HIV when he was eleven. I said what I said. That was DH saying this. I said what I said. Because uh, one of DH was saying this. Both of them died when he was 11 of HIV, and from that he learned not to do drugs. Meanwhile, at the same time, DH is doing lines of cocaine and smoking and drinking, and he oversleeps. Kevin comes up and wakes him up and hustles him out the door. He tells him that they have a game at one. And the game is four hours away and that they aren't going to make it to the team breakfast, which is mandatory. So what you're saying is that DH, DH was talking over Leon's part. Yes. DH was doing the voiceover and it led into his scene where he said, don't do drugs. Because remember, he says it again while he's doing, while the, he's drugs. doing the drugs. He was like, I'm still working on that. Yeah. So I thought that I thought at the end, OK, 
he's saying the same thing that Leon was saying, but he's yep. doing it like the, the goofus and gallant way. Like I'm still working on that. And the second thing is to be a star. No, he's that was DH speaking. I thought Leon's parents died in drugs. So I was like, man, this whole thing is fucked up. Um, Kevin comes and wakes DH up. Who's asleep high with two butt naked women in a bed with him and tells him, look, we have a game at one and the game is four hours away and we ain't even going to make it to the team breakfast, which is mandatory. And DH is like, all right, man, I'm up. I'm up. I'm up. It sounds like Puffy talking to Biggie. On uh, the going why are back they to four hours? See, I'm so I watched this show and I was so angry because I just kept looking at how ridiculous this is, and I was just like, why would the NFL get mad about this? This is clearly stupid. Why are they four hours away from the fucking game? When would that ever happen? If it's a home game, exactly, you wouldn't live four hours away from your fucking stadium. And if it's a away game, how the fuck are you four hours away? Is, did he say it was four hours away, or was it four hours until the game started? He said, as far as I know, the game is four hours away. So either he meant it was four hours I mean, out, four or that hours, it was four hours away. I think it was four hours until the game started, and they they were the going to the breakfast and shit was mandatory because they were fucking losing. Yeah, yeah, but it also even if DH didn't go back to smoke crack, they put the time thing up there, and it said like four, it said like fifty minutes or something like that before kickoff. So even if you consider that they they got okay, that's right, they got pulled over. So it was they were probably I don't know. Yeah, they got two hours away. Cause if you get pulled over, like you're not sitting on the side of the road for four fucking hours. But we don't know what the time was when he actually got there. Do we? Do we know it was the time when 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 DH dropped yeah, him off? Yeah, DH got there like 50. 15, like eight minutes before kickoff, right? But he it was after warmups. But yeah, yeah. So, but he dropped Kevin off. Uh, yeah, he dropped. Uh, yeah, he dropped Kevin off with an hour before. Okay, and then he went to smoke crack thirty minutes before because they kept putting the time up on the screen. <laughs> thirty minutes before the game. That's like that dude who was uh who was basically taking ecstasy every game. Uh, who was that? There was there was a football player. They found out that uh, he uh, was taking ecstasy every game because of the contact made him feel good. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, dog, you tackled me. And I licked my eyeball. <laughs> so Leon won't even step on a crack on the way back into his house. Meanwhile, the other running back is smoking co- or snorting cocaine and smoking cigarettes like Vladdy Divac. Uh, Leon's wife, Robin, asked Eric if there's a lady named Samantha in publicity because she called for him. And when she asked about her, Leon told her that he worked, that she worked in publicity. And Eric tells her that I don't know of a, of a Samantha, but he says he'll check because he knows that's that, that he fucked up. Turns out that this motherfucker ain't even like it makes it sound like he's cheating. This nigga is just having fantasies like fucking Jay-Z and excuse me, miss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's it's fighting. I've never cheated urges. on my wife, but I might. Yeah, he it's his his fantasies were vivid, dog. Like he mm-hmm. knew exactly what he wanted to do. He wanted to risk it all for that skinny white woman. Yep. And she yes. also tells Eric that she got tapes of retired football players and their jobs after football. And Leon didn't even look at him. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, like, okay, you his wife, dog. Like, you are not supposed to be the one to tell him. Mm-hmm. He's washed up and he can't do this. He has to come to that decision on his own. Yeah, you got to stand by getting cut 
or by just, hey, I'm done here. You That's the same thing me. that happened on Ted Lasso. Yeah, uh, with uh, with, uh, with Roy. Roy, Roy Kent. These women, man, they know what's best for us, and we just don't want to accept it. So he turned around, talks to the, his sons, and he's like, hey, what are we going to do? And they're like, kick butt. And he says, who's going to run good? And they said, you. And I'm like, who's teaching the proper grammar is what I want to know, because that's not it. And they in their formative years. And so he and his boys believe that he's going to get 100 yards and two touchdowns in this game, which is the first game back from rehab. And I'm like, no, after, no, after. no. And then later after on. nine months. Bruh, when they showed a flashback of when they got DH, they mentioned the play after he went out with that knee injury. Mm-hmm. DH went for 50 yards. And ain't looked back since. <laughs> ain't looked back since. The fuck you mean? I'm scoring, I'm scoring two touchdowns and running 100 yards. No. I'm around no, this pine. No, no, My I'm name, hey, hey, matter of fact, nigga. His name is no longer Leon. He got the matrix of uh of the bench. His name is Riding This Prime or Riding <laughs> This Pine. That's his name. <laughs> riding This Pine. <laughs> I so I watched this and I was like, nobody would act give a rookie this much leeway in the fucking NFL. The NFL well, is the league where you have well, to prove re- your shit. Well, remember, this they're was, an expansion this was, team. They're they're an expansion team one. And two, this is before mandatory minimums on rookie contracts. So you could put something on your rookies. So they put yeah, a lot of money in pick in the draft. I was there an expansion team without the number one pick. Like I watched all this shit. I was like, how did anybody let this shit get on TV? This shit is dumb. I kept getting angry. They're an expansion team, but this is not this is this isn't their first season. You, you know what? I'm, this is their second season. Is. This is their second season. So they came out in the first season. They said that they're working for their first three-game winning streak ever. So obviously they had the worst record and they got this player. But what it made me No, when they were up, talking when they were talking about the win streak, they were talking about the team they were playing, Chicago. No, they were talking about because remember they've been losing. No, they were talking because about that's this why team. they made the dudes. They said, yes, the they said they have a two the game. They said they have a two game winning streak. They lost the first three games. They're on a two game winning streak, which puts them at two and three. And they are on the verge of their first three game winning streak of there. their. They were talking about Chicago. They Because remember, they are losing. That's why they made those dudes pull their pants down. And after they were finished singing that song, he said, we need to win or y'all got to face this shit again. Yeah, they've been losing. They've they've lost the last two. Uh, they lost the last two. No, games. he said he said because remember, I think you got this wait, shit mixed up. Dog. Wait, let me say this because I can play the video that shows otherwise. Okay. He said after the prayer, he was like, even if God doesn't grant us this, we have our own lucky winning streak. We have our own good luck charm, and that's when they strip down and start singing the song. Okay, maybe I got it backwards then. Maybe I got it backwards, but I thought it was the other way around. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go find it real quick. However, I do want to applaud you for saying that you were, you might have been wrong. Like I might have been wrong too. I just doubt it. Now I sound like you and Nisha. Take that, nigga. Um, <laughs> but yes, the coach George, the head coach, is pissing blood and doesn't want to go to the doctor to get his kidneys and prostate checked. He also doesn't want anyone to know. But who finds out the rookie? Yeah. That's his whole name in this first episode, the rookie. <laughs> yes, yeah, very much. Um, 
And so uh, everybody's at the meeting except for Kevin and Demetrius, DH. Uh, the coach is upset because they aren't there, as that shows bad personal responsibility. Leon, however, is upset because they don't have cream of wheat, which is the only thing he eats before games. And he's like, look, man, they had uh, blueberry pancakes for Johnny, and they had huevos rancheros for Munoz, but they don't have my cream of wheat, which shows me that I'm no longer a factor on this team. I hate the fact that he said that them not being uh, not uh, them not being there shows that they don't care about their team or whatever like that. And then, you know, punishes the one who was actually trying to be a good teammate because he went and got DH. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then DH dropped him off. He shows up by himself and then he gets suspended. And then when, at the end, it's like, no, 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 you suspended. Kevin is the middle child. Kevin is, Kevin told him out the gate, look, if we don't get there in time, I can get cut for anything. And DH is like, nah, man, you good. And him weren't. Nope. Him weren't. Um, Eric tells him to ease up because he seems mad at everybody, even Robin. He tells him that he knows about the broadcasting jobs. And Leon's like, you should understand. He doesn't say you should understand, but he should understand. Leon's like, I'm not finished playing yet. Eric says, Robin's thinking about eventually. And Leon's like, eventually I'll get my job back. He still thinks this is a possibility. I mean, I would too. Honestly, if 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 I don't have confidence in myself, I'm sunk. That's it. If no, it's okay if my wife thinks I should sit it down. It's okay if y'all think I should sit it down. But if I say I need to sit it down, then we're done. By the way, here. Not that we need more than the good Lord or anything. But on the off chance he's got a drought or famine to deal with and forgets what a vital part of the cosmos our win streak is. We do have no. a good luck charm to fall back on. I'm on. I'm on. I'm on. Yeah, so they were they lost their first three. They won two. And if they won one more, then they'd have their first win streak of their entire existence. Existence. Which is how I know that's how they got DH with the first pick in the draft. <laughs> but the thing is, DH, this isn't his first season. Um, this is his second. And they have them on some weird-ass contracts because what Leon finds out is that they're not going to pick up his option because they want to pick up – he he. you know what? Hold on one second. So a rookie t- – the same rookie tells Leon that he heard that the coach was pissing blood. He also mentions he had an uncle that was pissing blood, and a month later he was dead. Thad. <laughs> Thad. Um, congratulates Eric on going to see Corey. He says that's brave of him, and not a lot of guys would have done that. Um, and then Thad says the blessing over the food. While he's saying the blessing over the food, Eric thinks back to the injury to Corey. Um, so what happens is that as Thad thanks God for being kind and merciful and whatnot, Eric pictures how Corey came over the middle on the catch and got injured and got crippled or got paralyzed. And I just thought that was an interesting juxtaposition. Like, whose side is God on at this point in time? Because while they're calling him merciful and whatnot, Corey can't even fill his dick. Yeah, I don't I don't understand the the involving um God in sports and things of chance. Mm-hmm. 
because like if, if God is on your side, then it means that they're not on their side. Like exactly. that doesn't make any sense. And then that the whole like, you know, the 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 team with the momentum and the team that the team that wins is the team with the want to. Yeah, but that but that that team has Steph Curry. So like what are we doing here? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> So Derek I, says I, just, it, I never understood it. But. After the team sings the fight song, for, or after the three players strip down to their jock straps and sing the fight song for Notre Dame, uh, Derek says they have one more surprise for Leon for his birthday. They got him a rocking chair. And Coach George tells uh, Chambers, his assistant, to call Chicago and let them that the Cougars have a senior citizen at running back because I might make them go easy on him. He's 30. Yeah, well, in, in in professional sports, thirty he's, is he's that ancient. 30, 30 is that line. So like, you know what I mean? Like fucking Tom Brady is like fucking Kevin and Demetrius are on their way to the stadium, and Kevin's worried about getting cut for being late. And Demetrius like, I won't get cut. And as they celebrate, the cops pull them over. They're celebrating getting a lot of girls the night before. Um, and the cops pulled him over. And Demetrius hands Kevin a folded up foil packet full of cocaine to put in a glove compartment, which Kevin immediately fumbles and spills the cocaine all over his leg and all on the carpet. He is the lineman. They got pulled. <laughs> they get pulled over for going 72 and a 35. And DH is like, hey, man, you want to autograph football, a jersey maybe? And the cop is like, you were going 37 miles over the speed limit. And he's like, so you're saying tickets? <laughs> right so how, did, how is this nigga how do they know who this nigga is already i don't he's know he's a fucking rookie hasn't With played him. but two games this is, his, this is his second season this is second season no dh was a rookie he's replacing leon no 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 he's been he replaced he leon nine last months season. ago so the last season a month ago because there's no he's, nine he said, months ago said, there's no said, way that he could have taken his spot if they're five and two are three and or two and three rather if they play five games that doesn't happen in nine months he probably took over at the end of the previous season and then continued it on through this new season he ha- it had to be the end of the previous season because no they um, said nine months is when he was drafted nine which months makes sense yes he said that he said that he was drafted uh, nine months ago no no they said as soon as leon got injured this nigga stepped into his place and took over Right, so he's so he's been he's he's been out for nine months, and that's Leon, what Leon, Leon tells me. He was like, "You've been holding on to my job for nine months, and I want it back now." And and remember when when um when Leon turns into a bitch and goes to talk to Wilbanks, Woo! um he uh, he says that he had a thousand rushing yards last season until he got hurt. Mm-hmm. That he had it in twelve games, so that yep. means that that Demetri- that DH played four games. Mm-mm. I'm looking at the Playmakers Wiki right now. DH is a rookie running back. He can't be. Yeah, it says it right here. Demetrius Harris, number 39, a rookie running back from Colorado. Leon is a so, ninth year running back. Then they messed up their own they, shit. They messed up, they messed up their own shit because they actually said when Leon went out the next play, DH ran for 50 yards. And D- and Leon came in and told DH straight up. Thank you for holding on to my job for nine months. I'll take it back. Hey, look, just so you know, the last nine months, I was loaning you my job. (laughs) Whatever. Loaning. For nine months. 
I don't know, man. I told you this show's full of shit. It is. I mean, it I isn't like you. we didn't just sit through through the the horrible writing of another show prior to this, dog. So it isn't like there's not going to be. I don't, not think, I don't gaps. think it's. I don't think it's necessarily like it's. This is horrible writing. I think this is one hundred percent a product of his time. Yeah, and it seems like someone who doesn't know sports very well just wanted to write all of these stories and was like, "Let's put it on a football team." So, um, let me see. The cops are about to let DH and Kevin go for the, uh, you know, for a, a game, uh, tickets and a and a field pass. But then the other cop sees the the foil packet sitting in the middle console. And sees the powder on the carpet and on Kevin's leg and deduces that it's cocaine and is like, hey, Bill, I need to talk to you. So they pulled him out the car. They let him go. Um, of course. Eric tells Leon that DH is going to mess up and that coach is going to put Leon in. He tells him not to get all weepy and start feeling sorry for himself because he's going to start hurting people. And then he asks him who Samantha is. And, and Leon's like, I don't know. What the fuck are you talking about? Leon says she ain't anybody. And then Eric, he asked Eric why he taps his head all the time. We find out that Eric had a brother named Craig who died while he was on the football field. And so he changed his number and his position to Craig's number and position to prove to his dad that his dad was a shithead. But also, this is also a conflict of writing. Uh, he said that part of the reason why Craig was so fucking exhausted is because his dad had him playing Iron Man. So if he was playing his position, he should have been playing two. Both of them. <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, uh, that doesn't make any sense. When he said that, I was like, that doesn't make any sense because you said he was playing Iron Man. Leon counts the steps to the door. He has 33 steps. He said he took 34 once and fumbled, so he doesn't do that anymore. DH and Kevin got arrested on or are out of the car on felony possession, but then they get let go, like I said. And um, DH is like, I've always had a reputation out of college for drugs and partying to the extent that when the Cougars signed me, they had an off-duty officer follow me everywhere. They got him on tape sniffing cocaine, but then Will Banks tells him that he suggested he mends his way his ways and that's when dh realized it's all good and plus that was only a suggestion because <laughs> when you're a playmaker the rules don't apply message the officers let him go they said that since he was only going 45 he's eligible for traffic school that he could take online they also tell him he has a nice car and that he might want to vacuum the carpet yeah will banks made that call to let him go yeah, you know mm-hmm. Will Banks is probably all up in city council. Oh yeah, donating to all the politicians. You know he got he got the chief of police his job. You know what I mean it's some bullshit like that. So uh, the news is showing the story about the Cougars, and they send it to their reporter on the field, Samantha Lovett. Um, and while she's talking about how DH hasn't looked back since since getting his first big run, the rookie asked Leon. <laughs> Hey, man, during the game, can I sit next to you on the bench so I can pick your brain? (laughs) (laughs) And then this nigga say, man, I'll be sitting on the bench. I'm I'm playing. I'll start. I didn't. I didn't. I (laughs) didn't. The rookie was like, I didn't. And so Leon says he's never cheated on Robin and he never will. But he finds himself thinking about it. And like we said, he's thinking about it real deep with Samantha. Yeah, and she's like doing stuff like putting putting her hand on his thigh and shit like that, and you know, what I mean, like she's she's letting him know that she's interested. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Oh yeah. Or she's know. just a little too handsy. 
Yeah, she's she's a bit handsy, so that's why he's leading himself. Yes, he's, he's leading himself, himself on to here based on something she might be doing. Just I didn't even realize I was doing it. That's on me. Yeah. My bad. Until they actually fuck. But yeah, um, yeah. Um, but Leon runs into the coaches' meeting because he hears a story told by Samantha on the news that the Cougars aren't going to pick up his option after the season saying that Leon's their past and DH is their future. And I'm like, damn, this team's only been together for two years. Like slow down bucko. But instead, nigga, nigga I'm, I'm going to say this right now. You went in that office, right? After he ran up that in that shit. office and hemmed he, him up like three well. He, he hemmed up the coach. Like, yes. like, like, motherfucker, you know what I mean? Like, and then when he went to Will Thanks, he turned straight bitch. I'm mm-hmm. like, what What just happened? In like, the why first you, episode. Why didn't you show all that fucking rah-rah when you went to go talk to the man who actually really made the decision, we found out later. Um, and, and, you know, like, you went, you went, you went slam off talking to the coach, pinned him up against the wall, and everybody, all the coaches was like, man, what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. But he wrapped up on cop, the coach. Mm, well, what it is. It's good well Leon handled that shit hella poorly. He ran up well, on the coach and told him, I know that you're dropping me so you could pick up DH and save some money and look good for Will Banks and kiss his ass so your option could get picked up. And I'm like, do you know how general managers work? Like, did you ever think, is he the general manager of the team? Did they give this coach general manager rights as well? No, nah, this dude is the, the 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 owner is Jerry Jones. Exactly. Jerry Jones, Jerry Jones is the general manager. Exactly. And so the coach tells him to step away. Um, Eric is listening to his tapes, and a defensive player comes up and yells at him about how their job is to get the offensive ball by any means necessary. And it's like, dude, I have headphones on. Back up off me. But instead, this dude, Trent, snatches the headphones off his head and throws them to the ground and asks Eric if he's ready. And he's like, Trent, I'm about to get taped. Trent keeps talking about annihilation and nuclear disaster and all that kind of stuff. And then he's like, hit me, hit me. Cause I need to get hit. So Eric beats the shit out of Trent. <laughs> he's like, yeah, show me, you know how to kill. And <laughs> then he showed him. Yeah. He and, showed he, him. and he appreciated that shit. And you can tell that at, at the end, at the end, this is something that they do. Yep. This isn't like, it, you know, like it seems like he is just kind of barging in on his personal time, but this is something that they do. I mean, in, in the program, they got people spitting in each other's mouths and this show, they got them yeah. beating each other up. And that's just defensive players, ladies and gentlemen, because after Trent hops up, bloody as fuck, touched the blood on his face and looks at it. He's like, all right, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Brandon, what position did you play? Free safety. You beat anybody up? No, why would I do that? <laughs> he played free safety. He on the island. That's true. They probably didn't even like you like that. Otherwise, they would have beat you up, up and then be like, spit in my mouth. Football ain't that serious. I ain't even like hitting people. Leon goes upstairs to talk to Will Banks. Wait, what? How you play free safety and you don't want to lay a nigga out? That's the other safety. Oh. Free safety is uh, I'm your protection. I'm your protection to stop the last dude. <laughs> I'm supposed to be the last dude to stop this. Yeah, dude that was score. Ronnie Lott laying niggas out. Anyhow, Leon goes upstairs to talk to Will Banks because he feels like what the coach is doing is wrong. <laughs> Will Banks tells Leon that he knows that he does, 
that that he knows that it's wrong. But did you see the model for the new stadium? <laughs> and that should have been the first sign. Like, yeah, that's the first clue right there that like this. <laughs> um, he's he's deflected like a motherfucker, right? Leon tells him that he doesn't complain much. I let my game speak for myself. I gained 1,125 yards in 12 games the previous year, which isn't even 100 yards a game, fam. Like, Will Banks tells him that he wants to pick up his option. but a How good many yards owner, did he say he had? 1,125. That's about 89 yards a game. That's really good. That's yeah. like 89 yards a game, right? Yeah, that's, that's great. That's, that's, that's good. That's yeah. good, but, I mean. In 12 games, that's great. Curtis Martin did better. Curtis Martin's in the Hall of Fame. Exactly. You talking this nigga talking to him like he's a Hall of Fame player when he's, no, he's actually saying, a when he's actually a pickup player on an expansion team. Mm-mm. Let's let's keep this all in mind. Mm-mm. Leon is an expansion player who got picked up from a selection draft. Did they say he was part of the expansion draft? He had to have been. It's the second team. It's the second season. Yeah, but that's not how expansion teams work. I mean, you get a you get players to pick from, but you also can sign free agents. He could have been a free agent. He could have been, but he he didn't mention anything about playing for any other team. No. So um, he tells, even though he's thirty, so that that makes this whole yeah. They say he's been the league for seven years, so he had to play for somebody else. This is expansion pickup. He's thirty. He tells Leon that a good owner hires someone who will do a job and then lets them do it and tells them straight out this was coach's call. If he's wrong about it, it'll affect Will Banks' decision to renew his contract. Will Banks tells him that. He promises him that. And Leon's like, that along with this medical stuff. Yeah, total bitch. He turned into a straight bitch. And Will Banks doesn't know about his medical issues. And Leon's like, oh. I thought you knew. He's pissing blood. And then this nigga puts more on it and it's like, I had an uncle who pissed blood once and he was yeah, dead in the mud. He said the same thing as the rookie said. That the rookie like, said and took it as his own. Like, use a, you, 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 you a herb ass nigga, dog. Nigga, yeah. using Augustus. He a, he a herb ass nigga, bro. And like, yo, like we said, when he Cuban beat that nigga and started talking about the fucking model of the new stadium, he should have known that there was something off about this. Mm-hmm. And he just he just rolled with whatever the fuck the owner said, and that's why he ended up he ended up looking stupid at the end. And so um, he knows he fucked up. That's why he's sitting there, like you said, looking dumb. So he just walks out after he says that shit. Uh, DH is mad that the cops searched his car. He's also mad that he ain't got no more cocaine. So he's scratching the carpet trying to get some cocaine up. And when he can't get any, Kevin gets out the car and and DH leaves the stadium to go to get some. Uh, Kevin sneaks to his locker. His name is Kelvin. Kelvin? There's there's an L. Oh, shit. Well, anyway, Kelvin sneaks to his locker, but Coach is there and brings Kelvin out. And Kelvin's like, DH was speeding. They all some snitches, but he needs his job. I understand. Coach is like, I don't care if you were held up at gunpoint and managed to get away, kill the bad guy, and save 50 women and children in the process. You weren't responsible for the team, so you got suspended. And he was being age? responsible for his teammate. Exactly. His teammate decided at the last lineman. minute not to walk in. He aligned. This, well, the whole lineman thing is going to come up a little bit later. He alignment. That's that's what that's what happened right there. <laughs> DH is spinning, speeding down the freeway, dipping in and out of lanes. Right when he says that, and there's 56 minutes left until kickoff. 
Um, Eric, uh, we find out about how Craig died and everything at that point in time. And now there's 47 minutes till kickoff and DH isn't answering his phone because he's at the trap house literally getting some crack. This would never happen. Yeah, he he wasn't the he was in the in the in the trap house, right? And the dude and the dude is like, you gonna play good today, nigga? What? You gonna play good today? The game started in an hour, nigga. What is you talking about? He is here with you. He is here with you. We got a you game today. <laughs> Give me some crack. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's like the uh, that scene in the Temptations. It was like, look, it's two tickets to the night show. Like, and that's. That was yesterday. You better call me Lawrence Taylor. Just <laughs> give me some crack, nigga. What? Hey, 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 stop that. Williamsburg's finest. He could still smoke crack. I mean, he could still be the finest in the smoke crack. I don't, talk, I don't talk about dudes from VA. Hey, he was a fucking legend. He still is. He's one of the best players in NFL street history. But the nigga literally made a tunnel from one room to the next in his house so he could get to the crack faster. Smart man. It was pretty economical. <laughs> it's pretty efficient. Um, I don't talk bad about players from Virginia, though. We talk bad about Magoo. We talk bad about uh, uh, I don't, uh, Lawrence. I don't, talk ba- I don't talk bad about Magoo. I think that you should because you really could because when you rap, it don't sound that good. I guarantee you if, if Missy said that shit, it would sound it, everybody would be like, oh, shit, that was hot. I doubt it. They so DH's mom died when he was little and he moved in with his grandmother, but he thinks about his grandparents all the time and why they should have let him go to her funeral. That's why I thought that it was two separate people when Leon was talking earlier, because DH never really mentions his dad, just his mom, that she was a junkie. Um, 31 minutes to the game. Coach tells yeah. them to go warm up and Eric tells him, coach, I ain't, I, I ain't feeling that good. I ain't going to play. And coach wilds out. Yeah, wilds out on the therapist. It was like, mm-hmm. no, no, no. Your job was to coach. get him to play fucking football. Yeah. What do you want? He's not playing because two weeks ago he hurt someone. This is football. It's more complicated than that. No, no, it's not. It's not complicated at all. He's under contract. If you would listen to what? Some crap about him never wanting to play in the first place. You've got to be shitting me. You sent him to me for counseling. No. My counsel is that he walk away. No, we sent him to you so that he would play. But he's scared. I just don't think... I don't care what you think. You're not being paid to think. You're being paid to get him to play. Coach. He's really about that shit. I mean... I mean, that's... We we know that this is like... The the medical people around football... um, yeah, this yeah. is th- their job is to keep players playing. Yeah, the medical people around football are more like the James Wood in in any given Sunday than they are with this therapist. Let me get some of that cortisone shits. So Lawrence, uh, Lawrence Taylor. Yes. So Leon mm-hmm. and the running back coach are walking out of the tunnel, and Leon is still complaining. And the coach tells him, "Look, Leon, you've done your part to get back on the field." And Leon's like, "Well." When they let me go, it's going to look like I couldn't recover from my knee injury, and I have to play to show them what I can do. The minute that coach drafted DH, I should have asked for a trade. And the coach tells Leon, look, DH is unreliable, and coach knows that. And Leon's like, well, if that's the case, then why is he playing? And the coach is like, coach didn't draft DH. Will Banks did. Exactly. Coach don't like DH. Will Banks do. 
He's the one who will look good if DH does well. As long as that happens, Will Banks doesn't care if DH is the shit, unreliable, or a bad teammate, and that shit drives Coach George nuts. If it was up to Coach, Leon will be starting. Who's Exactly. And now he feels like a fucking dumbass. Mm-hmm. Good. Because he just him dude up. And he just him dude up and then went and then went and bitched and went and act like a bitch to the owner who actually was responsible for this whole shit. And then you find out you wrong. Who's surprise? DH is still smoking crack in the trap house and follows that up with cocaine. <laughs> And he's like, lesson number one, don't do drugs. I got to work on that. I got to work on that. Lesson number two, <laughs> act like I'm the shit, not some second generation dime bag junkie who can't go 12 hours without a high. And he's like, I got that one down pat. Right. Eric tells Leon that he's quitting. And Leon basically tells him, shut up, shut the fuck up and get to work. You you talking about you, you, you a slow ass white boy who turned yourself into a player. You kicked ass for this job, broke bones for it, got concussions and got shot up practically every day. You, can, then, you put your hand in the dirt. And your dick in the dust. And then Leon gets <laughs> called into Coach George's office and gets told he's going to start. Even though, if I could, i play without a running back because, nigga, you hem me the fuck up. Right. Um, he also tells Leon, I saw Will Banks earlier and somebody on the team told him that I was sick. Leon's like, I heard there was a rumor. Is it true? And Coach is like, it ain't true, but it may give Will Banks reason to not renew my contract. And I've been protecting the whole team from that motherfucker. And somebody goes behind my back to him. He says, I'll make sure that you have enough touches to show other teams what you can do, Leon. And the team goes out on the field. Leon's feeling all good, stretching and shit. And while they're doing warm-ups, DH shows up and Will Banks demands that DH plays. So DH is suiting up and he sees Kevin. (laughs) <laughs> DH asked Kevin, why aren't you suiting up for the game? And Kevin's like, they have a game, not us. We suspended. We suspended. He said we suspended the way people say we pregnant. Right. And then my man walks in and was like, why aren't you dressed? That like, nigga Charlie came in and was like, I am not the messenger. <laughs> he said, don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> He's playing. <laughs> no, Chambers. He told Ch- Chambers came in and was like, don't shoot the messenger. He's playing. You are suspended. Bye-bye. And Kevin screams out, somebody's going to know what, do, do you want to know where DH has been? And, and Charlie's and, and Chambers is like, no. Yeah, but. And Kevin's like, somebody's going to want to know. And I'm like, dude. All you got to do is go to the media. Right, but dude, you got suspended. What the fuck are you going to do next? Snitch on a player? Who the fuck do you think you are? Nick Young? Like, who do you, no, what, what was that nigga's name who snitched on Nick Young from, from uh, the Ohio State University? Um, What's his name? Uh, shit. D'Angelo uh, Russell. D'Angelo yep. Russell. Who the fuck you think you are? D'Angelo Russell? Like, you just snitching now? Yeah. Don't you want to know what you a team-based mean? game. And this no, that's a different scenario. Nope. D'Angelo this- Russell snitched for something they don't have shit to do with him. D'Angelo Russell this nigga he DH caused this nigga to get fucking suspended. Like, that is his fault. But that is his fault, but it also, in football, as, as in any other sport, it just shows the haves and have-nots. And he yeah, understood that. If he's been an offensive lineman this whole time, he knows about the haves and the have-nots. He told DH he was going to get suspended for being late. He Correct. was going to get cut. So why get mad now? DH act like he care. Once you act like you don't care, then I can get revenge on you. Ah, uh, okay. I feel that. DH, DH didn't be like, yo, my bad, bro. Like, I'll talk to them for you. Since he got all this sway, 
you can be like, I'm going to go talk to Will Banks for you or something like that. DH was just like, ha, fuck you. I'm about to go play. Well, so Kevin didn't, been like, fuck you. Kevin didn't help shit by destroying the fucking locker room. Yeah, he went, he went total Hulk. And Leon sees DH on the field and he's like, if you mess up, it's on you. I'm on you. As soon as you mess up, I'm on you. And then he sits down next to the rookie. <laughs> and the rookie is like, welcome, nigga. <laughs> I've been waiting on you. Um, and Eric considers not playing, but he runs out onto the field right as the kickoff occurs. And he tells himself that it's for his brother to screw his dad because it's Sunday. But in truth, he's scared to walk away. He hates and the then, game, but he's scared to leave it. So he plays angry, and that's what makes him a killer. And that's and, the end of the and first then, episode. And then proceeds to do the ritual with the dude he beat up earlier. That's mm-hmm. how we knew that was. That's how we knew that that was something that they did because they both they both exactly knew what to do. Like there, that was basically their handshake. My nigga, you just got to keep in mind when it comes to football, you do what you have to do to play. That's true. Y'all are on the line together. Y'all got to be out there fighting together. You better make up with the first nigga you punched. And act like he was just firing each other up. I mean, even Trent knew that they were firing each other up. He looked mad, but he was like, I understand. I understand what this is. You punched me in my face. That's cool. You do what you have to do to play. So I'll take it. I think this is a, I think this is a pretty decent start, even with, me the, too. with, the, with the errors. I think this was a decent start. I think it flows well, and I'm looking forward to episode two. Thank you all so much for listening. We will have shows out on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, Scar, you got anything coming up? Yeah, I got a uh, sale. Uh, Cookies! PTCAC. Cookies! Cookies! Cookies, cookies, nigga. Cookies, nigga. I saw you on Facebook, nigga. Tell them about the cookies. No, the cookies, I can't can't publicize the cookies. Three chips, nigga. Yeah, them three chips. Now, let me tell you, those cinnamon chips with the pecans. Where my my cookies at, nigga? You said cookies. I'm I'm working on something. I I sold some, but but I sold some locally. So I got to figure out the shipping situation. I'll be your test dummy. I'll be a huckleberry. Cookies! <laughs> Brandon, what you got coming up? Nothing. Cookies! <laughs> so I, y'all can email us at it's still return to Oswald at gmail.com. Uh, you can also you can also uh leave a voicemail 916-633-1537. Uh you can review on uh Podchaser. Copy and paste that in the Apple Podcast. Copy and paste that in the Good Pods. Thank you to everybody who's checking us out on Good Pods as well as on Podchaser. We really do appreciate it. Apple Podcast too. Um, you could donate to the show at uh, patreon.com slash single simulcast or at buymeacoffee.com slash sscast or on the Good Pods app. You can go to the tip jar. All tips go towards buying books for Ratchet Book Club and buying uh, TV shows for this show and also for Hindsight. Scar is on Twitter at Scarfinger. Brandon is on Twitter at that cool black nerd. Black is B-O-K. And I'm Rashani. And the show is still under the Return to Oswald Twitter page. For Brandon, Scar, and myself, thank you all so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Y'all be good. We're going to holler at you later. Peace. Peace out.
Music for Cocaine Cougars was made by Broke for Free. And this song is called Calm the Fuck Down. It's available on the Free Music Archive. This is Single Simulcast. Don't know my name, you slip. 